Okay, we are allegedly streaming, so. So by the way, since we're allegedly streaming, I'm going to verify this real quick. Um, but you, the audience, I have a question for you. Do you guys prefer this view or do you prefer the view where the speaker takes the screen? Brian, say a few words. My check, my check, my check. Okay, we know our audio is good. But uh, I'm going to leave it like this for now. The last time I tried to do it this way, it got a little glitchy. But this is better for clips, honestly. So let us know in the audience, though. Again, do you prefer this view or the view we have been doing the past couple of podcasts? And before we get into it, this podcast is brought to you by OMG CBD. All of your CBD, Delta 8 and Delta 9 needs. If you're like me, you don't want any of the THC stuff. You can do just CBD or any mixture of the stuff. They are located in Columbus, Indiana. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Just look at OMG CBD. I know website is pending, but they are a proud sponsor of this podcast and the other podcast in our little family. Soon to be a third, hopefully, knock on wood. But let's get into it because as the title suggests... This episode is going to be all about just hating on AEW, and I am remorseless about it because, frankly, they deserve it. Uh, I think they more than deserve it right now. Okay, well, I just decided on the view question. So we're going to go back to this one because for some reason, when you're speaking, I think it's your internet connection, but you are really small. Oh. So, thanks, audience. Okay, so where... Oh, gosh, where do we want to start? Because it's just been a myriad of disasters. So, I don't think where we should start. Well, I mean, we kind of have to start with the obvious. What everybody's talking about is the physical altercation, also known as the ass-kicking that CM Punk and Ace Steel allegedly perpetrated on Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Which I, I, I've heard two different things. One thing I heard that they kicked the door in. And then again, I heard that they didn't kick the door and that they just opened it. Yeah, see, I had, so it's, more and more stuff's coming out. So I had heard initially that the door was kicked in. Then I had heard that they had opened it. Then I heard that Mega, the second in command of the entire company and the chief legal person for All Elite Wrestling, was with them when they did it. Wow, I did not hear that one yet. I just... in, In my opinion, first off, I don't think Punk should have done it like he did. Well, but again, we don't know what happened because here's the thing. I think if most most people would agree if because the way I understand it is Punk was in there with Ace Steel's wife who has a leg injury of some kind. She's on crutches and Larry the dog. And if three dudes come busting in my room in my locker room and particularly if they're heat. And again, we don't know what was being said, but particularly if they're 
yelling, if things are heated, and you got to remember, Punk is already in a bad mood, and you got three guys that come in, and I'm, I'm really, talking about. I'm talking about the interview. He should have oh. brought up you from the get go, and if he should have left. In my opinion, I think he should have. I'm not saying left it behind closed doors, but took it up in a meeting that way instead of just bringing it out in an interview like that. Well, obviously, so you want to get to me. Yeah, but here's my here's my view about that. So ultimately, the blame for everything falls on Tony Khan. Because yes and no. Well, yeah, here's there's two reasons why everything up to this point is Tony Khan's fault, because ultimately he is the CEO and owner of All Elite Wrestling. Therefore, everything that happens in that company, on an official capacity especially, it's his fault. If Punk starts going down a road that Tony Khan does not want him to go down, he needs to tell him, yeah, and he can do it respectfully. He just, you know, when Punk starts going down that road, he can just enter, he's like, hey, Punk, sorry to interrupt, but, um, you know, we're we're this is an ongoing thing and we're not going to comment. He's done it on topics before. You know, we're not going to comment on this right now. Uh, you and I can speak about it after the media scrum, but uh, tonight we just want to keep it focused on All Out. Okay, that is true because I, d- I do remember seeing him do it with Keith Lee and... Uh... Yeah. Ironically, so, uh... ironically, when he shouldn't have done it, <laughs> he should have been hyping up the acclaim to build the next match, but... Yeah, yeah. I guess I see. I see the point where it all kind of started with Tony Khan. And then here's the other reason. So he didn't stop Punk from going down that road. He also, and he admitted this, he didn't kibosh the. I I don't know if it's a rumor or what, but the the EVPs coming out and saying that Punk got Colt Cabana fired, which I would like to remind everyone, and I'm going to double-check this now, as of this moment, and I know that there's people on the inside, but last time I checked, Colt Cabana is still on the active roster page on All Elite Wrestling's website. So, they're alleging that Punk was the reason that Colt Cabana was not going to get his contract renewed, and then they lobbied to get him a job in Ring of Honor, which... I know it exists, but it's not currently yeah. on television. Yeah. And there. So I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm not like ignoring you. Yeah. Colt Cabana is still actively on All Elite Wrestling's website. Huh. So maybe it's a thing where his contract's not up yet, but they're not going to renew it. So when it is up, he's gonna just be moved over to Ring of Honor. Which yeah. You know, this whole thing can pretty much be summed up to this should not be happening in the public eye and what Hangman Adam Page did. And what's funny is before I knew this was going on, I watched that promo as it was happening. And even I was kind of like, what did Hangman forget what he was supposed to say or because he's kind of going and Punk salvaged that. But you could tell even he was kind of like, what the what are you talking about? Like, this has nothing to do with. You're just rambling. And I love it. He kind of jabbed it. He's like, you're speaking in riddles. Yeah. 
which I, I heard Jim Cornette say that, and I don't agree with this part, by the way, but he was saying, he's like, if Hangman Adam Page had pulled that on my roster, I'd have fired him. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't have been fired over it, but he should have been taken some kind of responsibility for it. But instead, he got to participate in the Trios tournament. Yeah, and then he was in for the tournament for the world title. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't forget about that, but you're right. And then, so more screen time. And I want to, before anybody in the comments says, I really, really, I'm a big fan of Hangman Adam Page. I just think his booking's been terrible for the past year. And once they finally, they gave him the title too late. And once they did, they didn't book him like a champion. He wasn't, and they acknowledged it on air. He's like, they had him go out and say, Nobody takes me seriously as a champion. Well, that could have been remedied very easily by, oh, I don't know, whoever's doing the booking. Tony! But instead, you wanted to rush and get the belt on Punk, which I understand you want to put the belt on Punk, but we've been over this multiple times in the podcast. Punk doesn't need a belt. Not at all. I don't think Moxley needs a belt. No, but, but, but right now... Right now, the belt needs Punk or Moxley or or Danielson. But again, Danielson's been booked like crap, too. I'd be okay with Claudio winning it. I think Claudio's still too new in terms of AEW. But he should serve. How is Claudio not in the tournament? Yep. How, okay. How is Warlow not in a tournament? I think because he already has a title. And? Well, I know. I know but AEW has actually... AEW has been fairly consistent. Tag team titles excluded from this, but if somebody's already got a title, generally speaking, they're not in the running for another one. Which we'll come back to this though, because they're about they've about booked themselves into a problem with the women's championship and Jade Cargill. But we'll we'll come back to that a little bit later. It's one of the many problems they have. But yeah, this whole Punk thing. So I'm. I'm hopeful, and I don't think this is the case, mind you, but I'm hopeful that this is all just a massive work because I, I, I have a hard time believing that these all these grown adults are having this big of a problem keeping things professional, especially when you consider how much money they're all making and the fact that three out of the four people directly involved in this are executive vice presidents of the company, which if this is all legit, they should not be after this because they've proven that they are not mature enough able responsible enough to carry executive titles and assault yeah, people on the roster we've also heard enough from cm punk that we know he's not very mature either well i guess that depends on what you define as maturity though because i'm and i'm not arguing with you i'm just i want you to elaborate how has he been immature in in regards to this because every time when when stuff gets serious, he do, he doesn't just bring one person down. He tries to bring everybody down too, and he always does it at the most inconvenient times. Can you elaborate more on that? Mm. Uh, trying to make me elaborate to elaborate. Well, maybe not of this. Like, give an example because I'm not I'm not sure I 100 percent agree with you. But I, I want you, I want to clarify before I disagree. Well, just like a, uh, I watched and interviewed with uh, Road Dog, and Road Dog was talking about a time where he had to work with CM Punk, 
Okay. And nothing but trouble. Um, just like the same time, just actually just recently with AEW the same time. And I've heard it was like on multiple different occasions that this has happened. I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, you have to take into account what the climate was like where this was because what the the time you're referring to is when he was in WWE. And frankly, I don't blame Punk for being difficult to work with in WWE at the time because they did everything they could to not push him as a champion until he didn't give them a choice. Okay. Like they put the belt on him and then they treat him like he's the U.S. champion. Okay, like it yeah. makes no sense. And by Punk's own words... If you don't want me to be the champion, why'd you put the belt on me? Okay, yeah, I see what you mean by that now. Now, I can see why Road Dog would be frustrated because, I mean, he he's not in charge of this. He just has to make this happen. And unfortunately, he's the one that has to go to Punk, who's already cantankerous because he's been dealing with this nonsense for years. Yeah. Now, and I'm not... Punk has a history of being difficult to work with. But I think that's because Punk is one of those rare exceptions where most of the time, if you just let him do what he thinks should be done with, uh, like, Punk will not not take ideas, but I think he's shown historically that he's pretty good at booking CM Punk. Maybe not literally, but... Yeah, yeah. So, he's capable He's capable enough to book, it, book at him in a situation where it works and it's just not not gonna work right i mean in case in point of that is i'm trying to think of the best example here but even in aew punk has shown like before he got injured like you know it was his idea you know he wanted to just be palling around with ftr that wasn't tony khan it was too good of an idea and FTR is another massive mistake that AEW is making, but I digress. We'll keep it on Punk. Very big mistake. And I think, Punk, I think Punk was doing that to try to get FTR, because once again, Punk sees a situation. It's like, why are these guys not your champions? Yeah. They're clearly the best tag team you have. And I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking the other tag teams in AEW, but come on. FTR is, if not the best, they're one of the best tag teams in wrestling right now. Agreeable. Completely agreeable on that one. But what I don't understand, and this is, goes back to CM Punk, is why CM Punk beat Hangman, then he got injured, had to relinquish it, Moxley won it, Moxley then faced CM Punk. CM Punk lost. Then Moxley faced CM Punk again. CM Punk won. And then CM Punk got hurt again in that same match. So he would have had to relinquish it anyways, probably. Correct. And if you recall, I called that. Or I don't know if I called it, but I... I think you mentioned it. Yeah, some Something to the effect of, like, you know, okay, so Punk wins the belt. Then... He got injured, so Mox is the interim champion. Okay, no, I sort of... I didn't predict it, but I said, I hope they don't do something this stupid, and they did something this stupid. So, 
You've got Mox as the interim champ. All they had to do was have Punk come back on TV and say, okay, champ, we're going to see who the real champion is at All Out because I didn't lose the title, but you did win a belt. But, you know, you didn't beat me. Instead, they have a match on free television where Punk wins the belt. And then two weeks later, Moxley faces Punk again for the same belt on a pay-per-view. Yup. Why? <laughs> oh I say to just try to get the big ratings on regular shows uh, for the big shows. It's like we've seen it 20 times already. Okay. Like, why do we want to watch it again? Well, and not only that, do you want your high television ratings or do you want pay-per-view buys? Because you can have both. You can have both. You can have your cake and eat it too. But what this is the problem AEW is going to run into in the future. If they keep going for that quick TV rating spike, all of a sudden their pay-per-views aren't going to be as important because eh, we've already seen that match on TV. I'll just look at the results later. And case in point, how often does MJF wrestle on free TV? Uh, I don't remember the last time I've seen him wrestle an actual show. Almost never. But MJF, seg- I think second to Punk, MJF segments are the highest rated segments in AEW. Period. MJFs are the highest rated from what i just seen today. Probably. That's when that's that's I guess that's when their biggest spike in growth is is MJF's promos. And I'll even say because I did I did manage to watch Dynamite this week. When MJF comes on TV, I because a lot of times I will passively watch wrestling, and then if something piques my interest, I'll stop. My phone goes down if I'm working on something. Computer goes away. If MJF is on the screen, I am watching. Yep, he's entertaining. Correct, but he almost he never he almost never wrestles on free TV. So uh, I think we should just let MJF book this. Probably, <laughs> I think they were trying to book it to a circle where it was going to be MJF and CM Punk again, and they and can still do they- that. It's going to be hard because now the title is relinquished. Yeah, but they can have a placeholder champion. But I'm afraid they're going to put it on Moxley again, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But It's not, but I don't think... I think they should have somebody new win it. I agree, but who? (laughs) I don't know. Because here's the problem. If you put it on Brian Danielson... Then you're going to get Punk Danielson way earlier than you should. And then if you put it on Mox again, I guess it's not terrible, but then it's just, you know, we're doing the do same we thing. Really want to see yeah, but I said, do we really want to see the same match we've seen a hundred times? Precisely. And I, I really don't want them to have MJF win it because... I want the build-up for him and Punk to be bigger than that. Yeah. So who, who, what are you going to put it on? Well, you can't put it on Jericho because he lost. 
I thought I thought maybe, and I I honestly think putting it on Jericho may have been the best thing. And I hold on, people, let me explain myself. <laughs> One, there there's a couple reasons why if I was booking AEW today, I would have put it on Jericho. Reason number one is the fact that he's already been a champion, so there's already some pedigree there. He's an already established star who hasn't had the belt around his waist recently. It can help elevate his stable, which honestly isn't doing anything right now, except being annoying most of the time. Jericho is a really good... Yeah, but Jericho is a really good... And I don't mean this in a bad way. I just can't think of a better term. Jericho is a good placeholder champion because say what you will, he is entertaining. He can have a match with just about anybody. And he could be champion for a month. He could be champion for a year. I I don't know. I just keep going back. I just, I think Warlow should. The only reason, I, I agree with you, but the only reason I would say no to Wardlow right now is because he's just getting rolling with the TNT Championship, which, again, they're doing nothing with. Exactly. Or, or you know what? Then you're, you're going to be mad at me, and I know you're going to say it. And I know, you, I know you, you're going to give me that look. I, I know it. Don't you dare say Danhausen. I am not going to say Danhausen. Okay, then we're fine. He doesn't though. But I'm not Sting. Just one time. No, I'm not going to be mad at you for that. It just... Because right now, at this point where the world title is, there's not very many matches happening with the world title. It's all talk. And put it on Sting. Well, and what better way for Punk to get the belt back than a match with Sting? Right. Or you give it to Sting... And Darby Allen gets greedy. And that's mm. how you can finally pull Darby Allen from Sting. See, I don't think Darby Allen can be a heel. I, I don't what I mean by that, I don't I'm not saying I don't think he has the ability. Yeah. I just think that character is a tailor made baby face. And and Sting's too far apart in his career and why does he even need to be a heel unless he does the Joker sting like he did in TNA. I don't know that Sting can be a... Again, I'm not saying that he can't do it. I'm just saying yeah. once you reach legend... Like, Jake the Snake Roberts is probably one of the few legends who could pull off being a heel. But he was a heel most of his career. Uh, Flair. Is Flair really a heel now, though? Like, too many people love him. Okay, Maybe he's like a, maybe he's like a tweener. He's like what he's one of the yeah he's a tweener he's like the, he's like Austin he's a tweener Austin but yeah Austin could not be a heel today he's way too over oh yeah especially with this past WrestleMania to Kevin Owens way too over yeah yeah and my and I think I think it would be a good idea to put it on Steam even if it's just one time I mean oh and let's be real what's the worst thing that could happen Sting gets injured and has to relinquish it that's nothing new. It happened 60 times already. Exactly. So at that point, that's just another Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, The other reason I think that this isn't a work is because they didn't... Because, you know, you can always tell when it's a work when they're like, 
There is a backstage altercation between CM Punk, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Let's go back where we conveniently have a camera to watch this random skirmish take place. Yep. Now, what I would love to see, and this is pure fantasy, I would like to see all parties amicably somehow work this out, and then I would love them to turn this into an angle where, and I know being the elite is on hiatus, but being the elite comes back and they say they have backstage footage, like they have newly discovered footage of the altercation, but it's obviously phony. Like you get, you get some of the, the wrestlers from dark or, and like the lower guys, like wrestling school guys play the other people and make it so obviously phony just for like comedic effect. Now here's my thing about the elite and uh, okay. This is about the elite. And this has to do with Adam Cole, too. There's two things in one. So first off, I don't see the Elite staying very much longer in AEW. I think they're going to slowly transition back to WWE because Adam Cole is not happy. Well, Adam Cole, yes. And then another another thing I just heard, uh, and I think I sent it to you, apparently Rick Baker and Adam Cole are, are no longer together. Oh, I guess, and I don't know if this is true or not. This is just a rumor. Apparently, Brick Baker had an affair with Christian Cage. Hmm. Which I don't know why she would pick somebody like him. I mean, he is unprettier. That's true. But that's also that's just a rumor, and I, and I think, <laughs> and I think I heard that yesterday or the day before. And like I said, these are rumors. Who knows if it's true? I mean, we haven't seen Britt Baker on TV in how long? She was on Wednesday. Oh, was she? I, I, but hey. what's what's funny about that, and I was thinking the same thing. She hasn't. I know, but I, I love that you said that because literally I'm starting to watch Dynamite and I see Britt Baker in like the entrance video. And I'm like, what's, when's the last time Britt Baker's been on TV? And then she had a match. It was a tag match. She was with Serena Deeb, and they took on uh, Tony Storm and Athena. Nobody cares about that match. Uh, I had hope. I well, okay, excluding and again, before you all attack me in the comments, try to kill me. I don't hate Tony Storm. I just don't get it. I don't particularly care, but I liked. I like Ember Moon. I, I'm, I'm saying Ember Moon for a reason because she hasn't done anything in AEW and this is not her fault because I know she can go. I've seen her, but the last time I saw her go was when she was Ember Moon. And yep. I I love watching Britt Baker on TV and Serena Deeb is phenomenal. So the match had all the ingredients. And again, I don't dislike Tony Storm. I'm just not... I don't understand what the hubbub is about, and no, any no one has yet to show me what we've talked about it before. Yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. So, hey, anything NXT UK when she was there was phenomenal. Okay, and uh, I, all I'm saying, was... yeah, I'm not saying that she's bad. I'm just saying that I haven't seen yeah. it yet. But there's obviously something there because she's insanely popular. Yeah. Oh, so well, it doesn't help that that's OnlyFans right now. So, I that and I'll be honest, that probably has a little bit to do with it because it's like, well, okay, like 
yeah, but do you guys really like watching her wrestle, or do you just like, you know, oh, she was on TV, and now I've seen her boobies. Well, and I will tell from experience, they are not on there. <laughs> Way to out yourself. Hey, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Somebody's got to. He did the research, so you don't have to. Yep. How Free much, research. How much was it? $13.99. Oh, that's not terrible. That's higher than most, usually. Well, oh, well yeah, and there, and apparently there's no breasticles, so... Do you, like, do you have to pay extra for that, or...? No, but Google has it for free. Oh. Hey, never pay... Hey, full hey. Full price cold pizza, or late pizza... Hey, we do the research, so you don't have to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shame on you. This is a PG podcast. Uh, well, uh, hey, that I mean, was a past me. This, this. I mean, it's 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 not, but I am trying to cut down on the cursing. So, Danhausen would be proud. No cursing. Uh, speaking of which, I am going to watch Rampage tonight because Dan Housen's going to get his butt kicked. Probably. Right. We should have like a little emote thing that pops up every time we cuss. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty funny. Uh, but speaking of Athena, you know, Athena is another person on the long list of people who are probably going to be trying to head back to WWE as soon as humanly possible. Now she was, was she, did she ask for her release or was she fired? I can't remember. She was released. Right. But what I'm trying to remember is, did she ask for it or did they, I think they released her. Okay. Yeah. They released her. It was was another budget cut. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I'm Triple H, I'm probably calling... Like, I know he legally can't, but I would do what I can to find out how long of a contract she had and if it's possible for her to get out of it. Now, I... I it, oh. It's not illegal to call her up and ask for that. Yeah, it is. It's contract tampering. Okay. Well, okay, It's it's not... It's not illegal to call her up and ask her how much longer she has on her deal, but they have to be very careful. Well, and, I mean, I guess they really don't, because at the end of the day, prove it, you know? Like but, I said time and time again, eventually they'll all be back. Yeah, but as if there weren't a bunch of WWE guys texting their friends that are in AEW being like, hey, man, like, you know, it kind of sucks over here. Like, what do you think I can get? Because you got to love how Tony Khan... probably is. Yeah, but now Tony Khan's all like, well, if you if you do anything to tamper with our contracts, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be very, very mad. It's like, Tony, shut up. You don't even have the balls to tell one of your employees to keep it quiet in front of the reporters. So don't act like a tough guy. I think he's, I, honestly, I think he, I think he's scared most of the time. Yeah, and he just I agree. Because, like, some of the interviews I've watched, like, he looks terrible. 
He's 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 too scared, and what I mean that quite literally, Tony Khan just doesn't have the balls to tell some of these people to shut up. You you sign their checks, dude. If they don't listen to you, there's the door. Like quite it's literally. it's not a, it's not a physical thing though, but you can tell. I think Tony Khan's problem is the fact that he's a mark. He doesn't uh, he doesn't want to tell CM Punk what's to what to do, but. Sorry, dude. Like, CM Punk works for you. Very true. And particularly with Punk, you don't have to worry about him going to the competition because Punk, I do not think Punk will ever, ever set foot in the WWE ever again. Now, okay, what I could see happening one time... I could see a one-off, like a Royal Rumble in Chicago or something. Maybe, but I'm talking in a long-term contract basis. I don't, I don't ever. But maybe like a like a, like I said on like a one-off at a Chicago show or something. Yeah, maybe. But uh, so you don't have to worry about Punk going to the competition, but at the same time, you need to rein in your EVPs because. And I think here's the problem. I think the Bucks and Kenny overestimate how big they actually are because you, this is going to sound really bad because I'm personally, I'm a fan of everybody being treated equally, but I also have to live in the real world. We're talking about yeah. CM Punk. He's Punk's going to get a little bit more leeway than most because he's the biggest star in your company right now. Yeah, I would say. Who's who's bigger than Punk in AEW? Nobody. It's, I mean, unless you, unless you consider Jericho, but then it's like... Nah, because, you know, I don't even think Jericho's that naive. <laughs> well, here's my thing, and I think Punk's only so big because the shit, oh, the stuff that happened... Sorry about that. Hey, the hey. The stuff that happened... No swearing. Hey, I, I, I caught myself. Um, but uh, I think I think Punk's only so big because of the stuff that happened over in WWE. Oh, one hundred percent. And then nobody ever expected him to show back up in wrestling. That's I. That's the only reason why he's so big. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, that. And I'm not saying he's not a great wrestler, and I'm not saying he's not a great performer. I see what I you're saying. That's like, when you when you think CM Punk, you think of the pipe bombs he had in WWE. Um, nowadays, yes, but I would argue that there's always been something to Punk, even going back to when he first. I mean, he was already big. Every, everywhere he went, he became a top guy. Now, granted, it took longer in some places than others, but he was an indie darling when he was in Ring of Honor. Then he came to OVW and basically took the place over. Then he came to ECW, and if you remember, I forget what year it was. I think it was the 2006 Royal Rumble. He got a bigger pop than DX. 2007. 2007. It was. I knew it was six or seven. I think originally I say 2007 because I was watching that at that time. And See, I was. I, CM, I, was like, okay. I was a CM Punk fan at that time. Yeah. Like when it when when it was CM Punk in in the ECW days, and I loved him. Yeah, 100%. But, and I've even heard, I forget what interview it was, but Triple H even acknowledged, she's like, we had to acknowledge it. 
I mean, we had to put him over. Like, the audience was screaming. You know? It's like... And then, I think his meteoric rise to the top in WWE was sheer frustration on the part of the audience because it's like, here's this guy who you put in front of us and we want him to be at the top, but you're not doing it. So it's almost like... It's almost like you're doing it just to make us mad. Yeah. But it's so, yeah, I, I think you're right in terms that punk is only big right now because of all that. And nobody ever thought he'd wrestle again. But there was something to that that got him to that level. Yeah. Yeah, 100 percent. But my main point is, you know, I understand that the elite and I, I'm starting to believe this more and more, particularly with Omega, but the Bucks, too, is like talk about a group of guys that think their crap don't stink. Uh, I, that is very true. And it almost, almost throw Cody in there. But now that he's been with WWE, it, it's kind of, it's kind of went away. See, I disagree because I think that what's happening now illuminates why Cody left in the first place. And it's funny because looking back, I think I made a comment way back, even when Benji was on the podcast with us, I made a comment where like it seems like there's two versions of AEW. There's Cody's version, and then there's the version that the Bucks and Omega are behind. Yeah. And I think that's a result of, you know, Cody trying to make a wrestling company and the Bucks and Omega just trying to make another independent with a bigger budget. Yeah. And, and I see... I think, in my, in my opinion, I think, honestly, AEW went downhill after Cody left and Omega was world champion. And it shouldn't have. It had all the ingredients because Omega should have been a phenomenal world champion. I'm not saying he was a bad one, but it could have been so much better because yeah, he, couldn't, just... he couldn't drop the goofy crap. No. He could you're I'm sorry, I know it's pro wrestling, but you are your company's world champion. He, and he, he's, he's no Chris Jericho. He can't do the funny stuff and still be Well, he can't do the funny stuff, period, because it's not that funny. Well, hey buddy, I am going to stop this meeting and then reconnect it here in a second because we're down to less than a minute. But we'll be right back. Oh, no, it's broken. There it is. Just uh, waiting on Brian to get back. I don't know why the hold music was Inspector Gadget. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I cannot hear you. There you are. I was going to start doing sign language to see if we can understand each other. No, nah, it just took it a minute. Yeah, I apologize to the audience. I'm not, I hope it doesn't get taken for copyright. 
uh, I don't know why the uh, the the elevator hold music was uh, Inspector Gadget. But yeah, so where were we? Oh yes. Omega was simultaneously trying to do this whole belt collector thing, which I'll be honest, I loved. Except he was being goofy with it at the same time. And I I, I can't put my finger on it, but that's just that's Kenny Omega when he's left to his own devices booking himself because he just can't resist doing the goofy crap. I will give the Bucks credit. The Bucks can be serious. They just and they, they just often and choose agree. not to be. And I, I think I think Kenny was trying to book himself a different way than than what he was getting booked in New Japan. Or he was booking him the way he wanted to be booked in New Japan. But let's say he, he's he's definitely no ultimate dragon when he comes to the belt collector. He ain't no Matt Cardona. Oh, I said that. I said that. He ain't no Matt, Matt Cardona when it comes to belt collector. No, he's got a job. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We love you, Matt. But no, Kenny Omega wants to book himself like he's in DDT. But if you look at his career, when they stopped him from doing the goofy crap, that's when he became IWGP heavyweight champion. Yeah. That was when his career rose because they got serious with it. Like, when he first joined Bullet Club, they tried to make him serious, but apparently the Japanese fans didn't get the concept of the cleaner. But instead of explaining it to them... He starts coming out with a literal broom and doing the goofy janitor crap. And then he wrestles the broom too. I thought that was wow. before, but Oh maybe it maybe it was before. I think it was because there's New Japan would never, ever, ever let that travesty happen in their ring. Well at least he didn't wrestle a blow up doll. Oh I thought he did. I know Ibushi did. But I thought Kenny maybe, did too. Maybe he did. I think he did, and an eight-year-old girl. Now, that one I know. He wrestled a competitive match with an eight-year-old girl. And I think he lost. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> as, as Mr. Coronet says about Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang, that would automatically disqualify him from ever wrestling again. Ever. Twinkle toes, McFinger bang. That's, uh, that's... Say what you will, love him or hate him. Jim Cornette has some very, very clever nicknames for a lot of these guys. I can't, I can't get off the name now. But it, it's true, though. It is. It's, <laughs> it's Twinkle toes, McFinger bang. And then Harp, uh, Kenny Olivier. And I heard that one. Yeah, Kenny. And then he the Bucks have some pretty good ones. The let's see, the Hardly Boys, the Kukamunga, the Kukamunga Kids. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never heard these before. Oh, they're they're solid. You know who he doesn't have clever, cute nicknames for? Ooh. CM Punk, MJF. He doesn't really have one for Moxley, even though he he's not Mox's biggest fan, but he acknowledges 
that there's talent there. See, and, and I think Moxley is one of the guys that's just he's kind of there now, right now. Well, I think like Moxley. Be, but like nothing's being done. Well, I think Moxley, and it, once more, I don't mean this as a dig, but I think Moxley gets in his own way sometimes too because I think he's a little too preoccupied with bleeding and deathmatch kind of stuff and like what was I don't that? really mind the deathmatch stuff but like but literally all... bleeding off of like a yeah that's what I mean but all the time I think de- I certainly think deathmatches have their place but I think that when they're done all the time it loses the impact well I think he I think he does it so often anymore because like on you don't ever see death matches or anything like that on like televised TV. Right. So I which think is like known. And that's why he's doing it so much. Right. But I, 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 I agree with you, but at the same time, I think some of the more, uh, enlightened veterans, which I know Mox would listen to because he's talked about listening to veterans before, just be like, hey, you know, I get what you're trying to do, but there's a time and place, and let's think about this. What wrestling companies do you associate with death matches? New Japan, that's about it. New Japan? And, but... Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, ECW. Yeah. And they went out of business. And then there's CZW, but they never got past early Ring of Honor status. Uh, I think I think Moxley would have been a good fit for ECW back in the day. Oh, I agree. But the point still stands. That company went out of business. Yeah, but I think they... I don't know. Well, and I think I think they went out of business because, and I'm not I'm not knocking. I love every most of what I've seen from the original ECW. I have liked, but I can see why moving to a certain size television network would have been problematic for them, and it was very. And I think it also had to do with the money was too good there for Paul Heyman, the offer from Vince. Well, at that point, Paul had to do it. Because there was no way. By the time he got offered to go work for WWE, the, like, the writing, it was it was basically done. Like, they were just getting ready to go into bankruptcy. But I digress. My my point is, I think that Moxley is just a little bit too into that. Now, that can be like an edge for his character, but I think he's just too far, and I think that's keeping him from getting above a certain level in the fan base, which is really deceptive because if you watch AEW TV, everybody loves Moxley, but how big is AEW's audience compared to a WWE-sized audience? Definitely not what they were. Exactly. Well, and that's my point because, and I think that's 
AEW's biggest problem is they're chasing the fan that already loves AEW when they need to be trying to grow their audience. Yeah. And they the the truly sad part is they have everything they need to do that. They've just got to stop with the indie-rific crap. Speaking of indie-rific crap, who's this Luigi dude and why is he on television? Oh my goodness. So... Uh, all I know is by is Luigi, and during his matches, he has a pizza crust and uses it. Okay. And he, and he he hits them with it sometimes. He throws it on their head. I'm just glad he was only there for 30 seconds. He shouldn't have been there for three seconds. Believe me, I thought the same thing because he just started getting famous. Uh, famous. And I think it's because, it, it's because they were in New York, I believe. And they were talking about the New York pizza thing. So Luigi and pizza and it's me, Mario. Okay. Well, I had read and I'm, I'm kicking myself because I forget who they were. I believe Ethan Page is one of them, but I could be wrong. There were two AEW wrestlers who went on record saying that they were considering asking for their releases after that because why is this dork on TV and I'm not? You know, like we said, Britt Baker hadn't been on TV for weeks. And yet Luigi gets TV time? Yep. Ah, Tony, stop it. Just stop. He just, he did the indie stuff he likes to try to book. Well, do it on dark. Sometimes I'd rather watch dark than dynamite. I don't know. I haven't just, and it's been lack of time. Like, you know, dark is where you can do that crap and see if, because like take the acclaimed is a perfect example of this. So when the acclaimed first came on dark, I didn't really like them. I thought that Max Caster was a John Cena ripoff and, but what they do works and it grew on me, but they started on dark. If they'd thrown them out on dynamite. Oh, that would have been a mistake. Just Sometimes like, it is a mistake in him and Mike. <laughs> I disagree. I blame Tony Khan for that too. <laughs> no, no, I do. I've and I've said this on the podcast. Um, first of all, the rap was not that bad, and second of all, you know, Dark is a taped show. Or I, I can't remember if it was Dark or Dark Elevation. It's taped. It's not live. So that means somebody approved it. And again, everything goes back to Tony Khan. So even if Tony Khan didn't officially approve it, which I believe he did, you can't go backpedal and say, oh, how could this have happened? It's a taped show. You signed off on it. And are you really letting Max Caster go out there without running his raps by anyone? And if you are, shame on you because you're asking for trouble. I should. You, you, you could also blame the, the bookers also because they got to have an involvement. Tony Khan's the booker. Okay. But I really, I gave Tony Khan a lot of crap for that, and he deserved every bit of it because it's like he hung Matt Caster out to dry. Max Caster, sorry, not Matt Caster. 
he he left him out to dry and made it sound like it was all his fault. It's not his fault. Like, again, I, I made the point then, and I'll make it again now. If your television company has someone like that, and you're letting him go, every time he goes out, he has a new rap that he does to the audience, and it's being recorded or live, and you don't know what he's going to say beforehand? Really? Unbelievable, I guess. Well, that's why I'm calling BS, because I don't believe anybody's that stupid. And if they are that stupid, well, learned your lesson now, huh? But I didn't like how Tony Khan took zero responsibility for that. He was like, oh, well, you know, they I guess they, they just happen in Max's and sensitivity training. It's like, no, 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 no. The rap was not that, the, like I said, the rap was not that bad. He's done, he said far worse and nobody cared. I mean, I definitely like his raps. Yeah, and now they're over. And speaking of the acclaimed, <laughs> I would have called an audible at All Out. But instead, we're going to see the acclaimed win the tag titles on free TV. And I did not know that. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, oh, yeah, probably. Well, no, the the match is booked for. I think it's at Grand Slam. It's going to be the acclaimed versus Swerving Our Glory, which again we had a we had a tag team championship match that didn't need to happen on free TV when we could have had a segment, a talk segment with the acclaimed and Swerving Our Glory, where all the acclaimed has to do is say, "Hey, buddy, we were that close." You got lucky. You're going to get lucky in two weeks. Instead, we had a tag team match, which, to be fair, was a good match. I enjoyed it. But the Lucha Brothers weren't going to win that because they're setting up for the acclaimed, and it's obvious. Yeah, it is pretty obvious. So why didn't you instead... Oh, go ahead. I think it's overdue for their claim, though. I agree. That's why I'm really pretty do. sure. Again, that's why I'm pretty sure that they're going to win at Arthur Ashe. But then the question is, well, why didn't they win it all out? Like, if this was a real world thing, it just it doesn't make sense because nobody's thinking about it long term like that. They're thinking week by week, which is the same mistake WWE was making years ago when it was the worst wrestling product I think we've ever seen. You know what I would honestly do is I would have the claimed win and I would have um, uh, who's Keith Lee's tag partner? Swerve Strickland. I would have Swerve turn on Keith Lee and so the other way around and I would break them up. Yeah, well, I, think I, I don't know. I think, to me, it seems like they're finally coming into their own as a tag team, but why? I do, I do too. But if they're going to lose, like why? No, I think the acclaim should beat them clean. Oh, I believe it. Well, I don't know. I think they should beat them clean, but I, we, who knows with AEW? They'll find some way to make them cheat. I don't, and they don't have. Like I've talked with my uh, with one of my other friends about wrestling, it's just 
the AW anymore. They're just find any way they can to add something up. You have an opportunity here to for the really for the first time. Well, I guess not because you had Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy were tag champs, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, but they have an opportunity to elevate another homegrown tag team and really get them over. And all they have to do is win clean, turn the acclaimed face. Because it's it's happening anyway. Well, I don't I I don't know I don't I don't know I don't know if you can turn the claim face. Well, face in the sense that they're fan favorites. True. Because they already so, are. I mean, because Matt Cast Max Caster can still do his his rapping out to the ring. Yeah, yeah. Like baby faces can insult their opponents. Sure, they can. The difference is everybody likes it now instead of booing him. Yeah. Isn't it okay? It'd be more now on like not necessarily an Austin level of being able to be a heel but be a face, or be a face be a heel. Right, right. Well, and just case in point, I never thought the phrase "scissor me, daddy ass" would get over, and yet oh. here we are. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's that's Anth- that's Bowen's new thing. He scissor me, daddy ass, then he and Billy Gunn. Oh, hey, we're PG. I it was a quote. So even Danhausen can quote. Okay, I give you that one. Okay, speaking of Danhausen, what the hell is what is he even doing anymore? I don't know. Hopefully, know getting fired. And he's supposed to be on Dark, or is there? Uh, no, um, or the the other show, Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, he and Ethan Page are gonna have a match. Yeah. But what did I say? I wonder who's gonna win that one. Exactly. But what did I say about Danhausen? Since even when it was rumored he would be going to AEW, I said he's gonna have steam for like a month. But. Because you can't take him seriously, so they can't put him over in matches. So, what are you going to do with him? He's going to become a joke and fade into obscurity. And, boy, did that happen in record time. Uh, but here's my thing. He's, and okay, and it's, it's sad to say because AEW fans are just something else. He's going to be over no matter what. I I know, and I even said, it's like, okay, but... In a place like AEW, Danhausen cannot be over as a wrestler. I never said he couldn't be over as a personality. Because yeah. Danhausen's going to be over walking in the door. Oh, yeah. So, but he can't be a legitimate wrestler. It, it, I feel this will be the most upscourge uh, time that he's actually going to win. And it's going to be somebody dumb like Warlord or something, or like Samoa Joe, or just something stupid he's going to get a random win on. Yeah. And we're going to be like, why? Well, no, sadly, everybody will cheer and be like, yeah, Danhausen, and not thinking like, okay, if Danhausen can beat Wardlow, then Wardlow's not that big of a deal. And if Wardlow's not that big of a deal then why is he beating your top stars like MJF? 
and all and all of a sudden the logic castle just comes crashing down i think dan has is going to be the next uh what was his name he will be the next kurt hawkins he will be oh 289 i've yeah honestly Danhausen could be an over enhancement talent. That's the height that he will get to. And you know what? He's gonna be bringing in the fat paychecks still, and he's getting TV time. So, yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But Danhausen, Danhausen's kind of like Danhausen would kind of be. Well, no, he's not like the Brooklyn Brawler because. But Danhausen on a weekly television series, Danhausen could only be a popular over enhancement talent. Yeah, which there's, I mean, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that because, like you said, he's still collecting those fat paychecks. And don't tell me that the merchandise wouldn't be going through the roof. Oh my gosh, I'm surprised he's not number one on merchandise sales. Well, I'm I'm not because he's competing. Okay. He's competing with CM Punk. Okay. But, like... Honestly, if you want Danhausen to do anything, like, successfully... <laughs> this is going to sound strange, but hear me out. Put him with Punk, not as a tag team. But we all know that Punk and Danhausen are friends. Yeah. So, just have Danhausen be palling around with Punk and be like, Punk, guy, you notice that you don't have a manager. Could I could be your manager, Housen. And it's like Punk's not taking it seriously, but because he's attached to Punk, he's getting out there, and you know Dan Housen can take bumps for him when necessary. Da 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 da. I mean, I'd go out and take bumps for Punk if I had to. That's what that's what I'm saying. But Dan Housen can almost be like his little mascot, like his little buddy. But Dan Housen can also run interference for him when necessary because nobody said Dan Housen has to win that fight. True. You know, that's, I'm sorry, but that's what I'm saying. If I was, if I had to book AEW, but I couldn't make any cuts or additions to the roster, I had to work with everybody. And my goal was to get everybody in the best position possible based on where, like, based on what they can do. That's what I would do with Danhausen. Eventually. But he would essentially just be an a super over, like, underdog who could never win, though. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind seeing him like a Ring of Ring of Honor World Champion. I'd be okay with that. I would. I would mind that very greatly because, to me, the Ring of Honor Championship still means something, which, speaking of burying the Ring of Honor Championship, when are they going to stop killing Jay Lethal? He lost a match to Jungle Boy on Dynamite. He's he's the, he's the Ring of Honor World t- Champion? No, 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 but he's a former oh. Ring of Honor. Okay, okay, I don't know. Jay Lethal is... I, I don't know why he's not getting any kind of push at all, because he is too good to he's be what, just... Actually, I, I think I know the answer to this, and this is not a dig at Jay Lethal, but honestly, I think Jay Lethal's too nice and just too happy to have a job right now to make waves. You know what I'd love to see come back, though? I'd love to see Black Machismo come back. <sighs> to be able to feed on a national level like AEW, because you can't tell me AEW's at a point where 
it's probably higher than what it was when Jay Lethal was Black Machismo and TNA. I don't know about that. Okay, yeah, because we're talking. We, okay, we'd have to we'd we'd have to we'd have to research that because on I'll be honest, I don't know. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. That's a that's a good one, but I don't think he could do Black Machismo in eight. Well, I guess he could because he did it in TNA. Yeah. I say I don't know why he couldn't. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Now, but the funny thing about Black Machismo is he did that all in, and I I hated it. But the reason I hated it was because they did it during the Ring of Honor World Championship match. They they did Black Machismo. Yep. When was this and where was I at? Because I do not remember that. All in. Just this past one? No, all in. Oh, gotcha. Okay, now I see what you mean. Well, and case in point, talking about, we were talking about Cody earlier. I'll use all in as an example. The main event when that sh- of that show was the Young Bucks and... Somebody else I can't remember. Versus Rey Mysterio, Rey Phoenix, and Bandito. That was the main event? Yeah, of All In. But the real main event, which happened in the middle of the card, was Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis for the NWA Heavyweight Championship. Which was a killer match, because I do remember that one. It was the best match on the card. And that's saying a lot, because every match on All In was... Phenomenal, like was a great match. And I said I'm repeatedly, what's that? I'm going to have to go back and watch that again because I don't... I remember the NWA match, but I don't remember anything else. Honestly, oh. I really don't. It was so good. Such a, It's still my favorite wrestling pay-per-view to date. I think it was damn near perfect. The only flaws were that they did the Black Machismo thing instead of the straight Jay Lethal thing. And the fact that they went too long. I think they went too long during Adam Page and, um, oh, God, Joey Ryan's match, because they did go a little long on that. And in hindsight, Joey Ryan shouldn't have been on that card. But there was a story there, so at least it made sense in that regard. Uh, what I think I haven't heard from him, heard from about him in a long while. I don't even remember. Well, he got outed for sexual assault and okay now i remember that's when everybody was getting hit with it yeah and rightfully so and the frankly joey ryan shouldn't joey ryan was a disgrace to the wrestling business before that came out so okay yeah that's that's my inner jim Cornette coming out um where's i going but yeah all in super and i think there may or may not be uh, a way you can watch all in on YouTube, maybe. I'm not sure. I wouldn't condone, but you also can't officially buy it anywhere. I don't think. I don't think so. Although, and shame on Tony Khan for this, because Tony Tony Khan now owns Ring of Honor, which owned the rights to All In. Yeah. So. Hop right on that. Yeah, you might want to jump on that, buddy. Remember. We're the perfect bookers. No one thinks about that. Exactly. 
Yeah, you can air Cody Rhodes footage whenever you want to, buddy. It's your footage. Wink, wink, hint, hint. I'm going to have to look into that now because I don't. I really don't. It's got me flustered now. There, there might be a link I can send you. I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to. Oh, I'll have. I'll have to see. But um, okay, I I will I will have to look at my messages later. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Um. But so we started talking about this, and then we kind of moved away. But Adam Cole is probably going to go back to WWE. Um, Malachi Black asked for and was yeah. granted asked for and was granted his release. So guess who's going to be on WWE television relatively soon? yes and no because i heard that he asked for it and he was originally denied yeah and then he came back and said it was for his mental health but they put him on a probationary yeah era, so he's yeah 90 90 days. 90 days so in 91 days alistair black will return to wwe Okay, within the next ninety to one hundred and twenty days, probably give give or take, yeah. Which make here's the thing that makes all the sense in the world for him, because because not only was what he was doing in AEW just wasn't getting over, and I think, and this is coming from me as a fan, I think that's another person who cannot solely book himself no. because he he's too creative. You know what I mean? He's he's a little too creative, and what yeah. he what he thinks is cool may not necessarily resonate with a large audience. But I think that if his creativity is directed in a way, it's phenomenal. But his wife is now in WWE again, so I can see why he would want to go there with the change in administration because Triple H was obviously a pretty big fan of what he was doing because when he was being booked in NXT, he was booked flawlessly. Now, I, I was thinking at first, I was thinking, I'm like, well, Malachi Black goes back. Well, NXT is changing again. They are doing exactly what I was, I, I, the rumor was. They're putting NXT UK and NXT together, and they're turning it back to black and gold. Good. And at first, I really thought, at first, I thought, like, well, if Malachi Black goes back, maybe, maybe... Not necessarily send them back down for more time, but maybe to boost a little bit of NXT to get it back on its feet again. Yeah, kind of like what they did with Finn Balor. Yeah, well, in, well, they kind of been doing that for the last couple of months. That they've been they've been sending some of this main roster talent down to NXT, like like Ricochet. He was just down there. Um, Apollo is down there in NXT right now. Um, they had Dewdrop and Nikki Cross, which I think Nikki. Nikki Cross is going to be taking that mask off soon. Oh, because please. There just, because there was just a promo, uh, not backstage promo with um, Bailey and EO and Dakota, and they were walking, and it was after Dewdrop and Nikki had lost that it was Nikki and Dewdrop in the back, and they were getting mad, and Nikki took something off of her face and threw that Dewdrop and walked off. But which I don't fully understand either because that following NXT, that following NXT, Dewdrop and, and Nikki Cross was on there and lost to um, whoever they faced. So I'm not sure on that one. But I would like to see, like, Alistair Black, I would like to see him go to NXT and, like, 
help him bring up that brand again. Yeah, kind of I agree. Like, like I said, I don't think he, he doesn't need the help. He just kind of helped boost it again to get it back on its feet. Well, and I also think you're going to see Adam Cole go back to NXT for a short while before being elevated to the main roster. But I think yeah. I think the biggest reason they're going to send him back to NXT is so he can start working out again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kid, don't, don't say anything about him gaining weight. He'll, get, he'll take offense to it. No, he didn't gain weight. He lost weight. Oh, uh, it looks like he's been gaining weight. Well, it looks like he's lost muscle tone is what happens, which I don't... It, I don't know. All I know is that when he was in NXT, he did not look as small as he did on AEW, which is hilarious because, if anything, Adam Cole should have looked fairly larger on AEW television. But He's doing a Triple H. He's losing the muscle tone and gaining it in thickness. There you go. There you go. I, I wouldn't even go that far. But uh, And then I don't know if we'll see Bobby Fish back in WWE. I hope so, because he got released from AEW. He asked for his release and got it. We got uh, Adam Cole, and then who else is in there? Kyle O'Reilly, and I don't. I know he's out on an injury. And, I mean, Roderick Strong's still in WWE right now, so, right. I mean... So I would if if you could get all three of them back, I even if Kyle Riley can't come back immediately, um, I'd still send him back to NXT, give him uh, another run there, and then put him up in the main roster. And I think they should keep them together. I really do. I, I agree. I I one hundred percent agree. And then when they get to the main roster, then you can do, you know, you a, yeah. But then you can split them up after they've had a nice run together eventually yeah you could the one could get carried away with the title and the other ones could get jealous and then it turns into some big fatal four-way or something for the title Ooh. oh oh, oh. well if nothing else we can get another kyle o'reilly adam cole feud which if you remember the ring of honor days ooh. Yes. One of my favorite matches of all time, it's on my list, is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole uh, for the Ring of Honor title at, I forget which Wrestle Kingdom it was, but it was a Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan. And it was when Adam Cole won it for the third time and became the first ever three-time ROH World Heavyweight Champion. And holy crap, you talk about a match. Kyle O'Reilly looked like he was coming out there to kill somebody. I have to look into that one too. It's hard to find because I well unless I guess if you have New Japan World you could find it fairly easily but oh such a good match I was on the edge of my seat for that one but who else I think I think Athena if she can get out of her AEW deal or if she has a short one I think she needs to try like hell to get out of it um, Ruby who Ruby Soho I think they need to have a Riot Squad reunion yep. Because it's pretty clear that AEW has no idea what they're doing with her. Oh, my. And I thought WWE was bad. Like, Yeah, I thought they were like, uh, well, again, the Riot Squad is another example of what worked really well in NXT. But now Trips is in charge. Hey, fun fact, I've met Ruby before. before, Before she turned pro. Yeah, I think you... Either you or Benji mentioned it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, yeah. 
I think, I think Ruth is the back. Rusev would be a good pick to go back because, I mean, oh, he's not doing that. Yeah, he's another guy that I figured would be going back because a lot of people went to WWE because of things being run by Vince and how they were being run. But now that Triple basically, if they were ex NXT people, they're probably going to go back because who else we got? I wouldn't be surprised if we see Velveteen Dream come back to NXT. I don't know. There's still a lot of heat going on with the EC3 thing. Well, but EC3 is not in WWE. Yeah, hell no. So, and I think that was a shame because the allegations against Velveteen Dream, as far as I know, turned out to not be true. Well, yeah, that is. I watched a video, um, and I think I sent it to you, um, where he had talked about it, and he'd even said that he'd left his phone in the bathroom on accident. D- different allegations. Oh. I'm not going to. Well, but they. As far as I know, and if I'm wrong, let me know, but um, as far as I know, they turned out to not be, I don't know about not true, either not true or not accurate, depending upon how you, how detailed you want to get, but. Gotcha, okay. Well, uh, Velveteen Dream is another one of my favorite matches of all time, is him and Ricochet for, I want to say it was the North American title in NXT. That was a killer match. Man, Velvet. Velveteen Dream, talk about somebody I never thought I would like, but man, he's good. I I, I like watching. I like Velveteen Dream also. He was he's so good on the good. mic. He's good in the ring. Yeah, I think I think he needs to come back to and bring it back to NXT, you know, and then eventually bring him up. But um, who else? Who else in AEW should be uh, thinking about? And we're probably going to have to start a new meeting again shortly. So why don't I just go ahead and do that real quick? Velveteen Dream. What whole music do we want this time? Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Alrighty, so who else in AEW is probably going to be going back to WWE? I'll be honest, I think maybe even Christian. I don't know about that. The only reason I say that is because he and Edge can have one last play go around. Okay, well, maybe maybe now since you mentioned that, yeah. Like, give him the tag titles one more time. Yeah. And actually, actually, this could work out well. This could be another Edge premonition coming true. Because before Edge even knew he could wrestle again, he he and Christian had the Young Bucks on their podcast all before AEW was happening, right? Or maybe it had just started, but either way, Edge said, yeah, I would love, it would have been great like if I could wrestle again because then we could have a match, the Young Bucks versus the Old Fucks. Okay, I remember hearing about that now. If the Bucks come to WWE... It could happen. Which, 
anything could happen. I just, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I don't think the Bucks and Omega would last in WWE. I, I don't think they've got the. How do I say this without sounding like a complete jerk? I don't think they're man enough. Okay, I got your message. I don't know. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, but I def- there are some people that need to escape AEW, and I never thought I would say that. Maybe even Claudio. Uh, I don't know. I think it's too soon. Maybe. Well, I, we're assuming that they can. Like, there might be years. Yeah. And that's that's I, that's AEW saving graces. Some of these people have been signed for years. Like, and again, you got Brian. I don't know that Brian Danielson would go back, though. I don't think he would. Nah, because like he... I would he, like to see him over to New Japan and work, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think Mox would go back. Even under Triple H, I don't think because I think Mox and Danielson and maybe even Claudio are guys that are like, ah, we've we've done the thing now, but here we get to play with our friends and we get and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like we don't need the money. We get to hang out with our buddies. We get to do the indie stuff that we like, but we have the sense to not take it too far. I don't see I don't see them either. Um I see, and he's not necessarily coming back from coming from AEW. I see Bray Wyatt coming back soon. I do. Yep. Uh, I did hear Tuesday that they did have a sit down interview, or not sit down interview, but a sit down meeting regarding him coming back. And honestly, the way they've been pushing Braun Strowman right now, him him returning. I don't know who you would put Bray with. Well, and then you got Braun Strowman will probably be coming back. Braun Strowman's already back. Oh, is he? I missed that. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Braun Strowman's back. He he came back, and he had a box a second week. I love it. He came back. (laughs) So he went, you know how he goes around the ring and does the shoulder tackles? Yes. Well, he went out of the ring, and it looked like he was getting ready to hit uh, Gable, right? Well, it looked like he moved, mm. or he was supposed to get hit, and he moved, but Braun's tripped, and then he jumped back up and then hits um, Otis. Well, some things never change. <laughs> but well, uh, Another person I would like to... I, and I, I, I would like it, but I don't see it happening. I'd like to see Tucker come back and you put heavy machinery back together. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they either. I don't think either with how far off they are with Otis. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, gosh, did anybody else jump ship to WWE? I'm trying to think. I jump ship from WWE. I don't. Sure they did. I don't think we'll see Jericho go not back. Either. Um, I could see him as like a one-off for like Royal Rumble or something. Yeah, maybe. Which actually, if I'm AEW and if Jericho got the call to do the Royal Rumble, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, here. 
Just, but first, I I, but first, I'd make them AEW World Champion. I was going to say, there's, there's two conditions to that. One, he gets to come out with the AEW title belt. And two, his entrance music is Judas. We'll give you the video. The, the entrance song would kind of be on Jericho, I would say. But I don't think he would care either way. Oh, I think he would. Oh, I I, here's, I'll be honest. I think if Jericho went back to WWE, if I were Jericho, that would be one of my stipulations. Look how look how over it got. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I think WWE might not want him to do that is because if he comes out to that song and the entire audience sings along with it. Oh, yeah. And you They're know that pop. would happen. Yeah. Talk about a massive pop. You also know that Jericho's not going to win the Royal Rumble, though, if he's, age, if he's AEW champion. For sure, no. But I agree I with mean, you. Look at Mickey James. She was like the last, within the last 10, I think, maybe five. Oh, I think if, if, if it were me and I had that opportunity, I'm Triple H, I would have Jericho be in the last two. Uh, I don't know about the last two, but oh, I would. with the final two. Well, and here's the reason why. Everyone's eyes would be glued to that screen. Yeah, because now they're going to wonder if Jericho wins, like, what's going to happen? Because like, because they're literally going to be like, Jericho won't win. And if he gets eliminated, like, early on, uh, you know, but if he makes it to the final two, every time somebody gets eliminated, it's just like, what? Why? You, everybody's like, wait, is there something? Like, is he back in... Well, he can't be back in WWE because he's got the AEW belt. Or is he jumping ship? Is he going to do the garbage can thing? What? Uh, yeah, it definitely catch a lot of eyes. Now, maybe not the last two because what you wouldn't want to happen is for Jericho to go into business for himself. and yep. But certainly the last three. Maybe the last three just to be safe. Which I don't, I don't think Jericho would do that. But again, you never know. Because then... Oh, yeah. Because then what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do if Jericho wins the Rumble? You're going to have Vince come out there and pull two hamstrings again? You're going to have Triple H come out there and tear both of his backs. <laughs> Restart the Royal Rumble. You'd have to. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, well, anyway, I think that's a decent wrap-up point, but... Essentially, what we're saying is that AEW is in trouble, and if they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to be completely... Well, fortunately, I don't think they go out of business. They might lose their TV deal, because if you'll notice, the swearing was cut down, because now that uh, they have new owners, the television network does, I think they came down hard on all the shits and bitches and... Hey. I'm quoting... And the fact that Jungle Boy repeatedly came out with a t-shirt saying Christian Cage is a pussy. Okay, now what Now what I think he's trying to say, guys, is never pay for late pizza. Yeah, no, they, I, they had to have gotten some notes handed down to them. Because I think Discovery, it's Discovery something, I can't remember. Discovery now owns TBS. Oh, okay. And, and TNT, respectively, but... So, the TV network is under new management. I think they're still dealing with the same people, but it's new ownership. So, 
Is it Discovery Time Warner? I can't remember, but anyway, I don't, I don't remember. I know it's Discovery something. I think it is Discovery Time Warner, but they kiboshed a lot of the swearing and a lot of the blood. Hmm. The Not, you know. I, mean, I mean, they still they still do it, but I think it was getting a little excessive. And the middle fingers. Those have gotten those have gotten cut down too. Just make Danhausen the censor. <laughs> like when when uh, DX did with Vince and he had the, the cock over him. That was funny. I'm sorry. That was hilarious. 2006 DX is comedy gold. I mean DX is comedy gold, but what's it that? Is golden. Yeah, I. 2006 DX, like, I know a lot of people said that it was, like, more childish, but it's like, yeah, that's why it was funny, because it's two it's two men in their 40s acting like they're 12. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's me, and I'm only 25. God. Anywho, you got anything, anything else to add before we sign off here? That's, I'm, I'm all questioned out, buddy. Well, and also, I, this is kind of a teaser, unless something really big happens in the wrestling world before our next episode, which actually is next week, because we were a little bit late, but it ended up being a blessing in disguise, because all this went down after our episode would have been over. So now you got it sooner, I guess. I think it would be fun to go through the AEW roster, and if we were put in charge, who we would keep... And push, keep and stay the same. Let their contract Ooh. run. Let their contract run out, or just flat out release. As our next episode. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Unless something major happens, which something probably major will happen. But I am down for that. I know. I thought that'd be a lot of fun. And if we really like it, we can do the same thing with WWE. But that'd be a longer. It shall be done unless something major happens, but let's be real, something major is probably going to happen. So, Hopefully they can salvage the CM Punk and the Elite thing like they did with MJF, because I don't think the whole MJF thing was a work. I just think some of it was. Yeah. I think there was some legitimate beef going on there, but they worked things out, and I think MJF is solid 100% back on Team AEW because I think he probably got a raise and... You know, all that good stuff. So, good on MJF. We might see him in WWE in 2024. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe. All I know is that WWE is suddenly becoming more and more watchable. I actually watched an entire episode of Monday Night Raw this week. Oh, I'm telling. Dude, I was just shocked as you were. I even watched the main event. Oh, man. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, well, I can't turn this off. Oh, speaking of, before we go off here, I just want to give a shout out to Kevin Owens and Austin Theory having a tremendous segment. Wow. What did you put that there? Wow. It was good. It was phenomenal. It was so good. Because Kevin Owens went out, went out there and said exactly what every WWE fan is thinking. What are they going to do with Austin Theory now that Vince McMahon is gone? Yep, exactly. And he said money to he holds money to bank right now. So, and Kevin Owens is getting back to his old, well, I say old, but his prize fighter gimmick. But 
and now he like he acts like a heel, but he's really babyface. So I think he's the I think he's the next generation of of an Austin. Yeah, he's the closest thing right now, and yeah. I agree. I agree, and he even adopted the stunner. But yeah, I agree. He is he is the Stone Cold Steve Austin for the twenty twenties. Yeah. But we will leave it at that. Comment all of your hate and address your hate mail to... No. Brian. That guy, oh, whoever he is. I forgot about the last announcement. Just in case you couldn't get enough of us at all. As you recall, you can always find our clips on TikTok, but now you can find us on Instagram. That's right. Down the Middle has an official Instagram page. And some of the contact will be Instagram exclusive, so I suggest that you follow. Ooh. Ooh. And plus, we will be using the Instagram to do giveaways and contests and such in the future because it'll just make things easier. So you definitely want to follow us on Instagram. Go do it. And remember, when you're feeling anxious or insomniac or just want to give yourself a case of the munchies, OMG CBD. This has been Down the Middle. You have been silent. Not you. Not you. Them. So, that's it. Go, Go. away. Get out of here. Go, Go away. Do free time. Go away and watch, and watch wrestling. Farewell to you, my friend.